I'm your host, Kelly Bell, and you're listening to Pursue Her. Today, I'm helping wives to become heroic, empowered, and resilient. The journey of marriage takes the work of two, but wives, we are going to focus on you. It is my goal to teach wives how to apply biblical principles with effective relationship skills so they can create not just a thriving marriage, but a marriage that pleases God. It's your girl, Kales, and it's time for a little talk. Hey, wives and wives-to-be, welcome to another episode of Pursue Her. Last month, I shared that women need to apply biblical principles and practical relationship skills in their marriage. I spent time on that episode sharing with listeners that women should apply specific biblical principles and general biblical principles. I also gave listeners a minor assignment to use the information presented on the episode specifically to their marriage. If you have not listened to that episode or have not completed the task, I highly recommend doing so before moving forward. So today we are going to focus on practical relationship skills. Often when marriage is discussed in the church setting, the only, or should I say the main focus discussed is on what God says and what the Bible says about marriage. And most times when that information is presented, it is presented in a way such as, quote, this is what the Bible says, don't question it, do it, unquote. So for example, women are told to be submissive. However, no one discusses what that looks like. How should wives be submissive if their husbands aren't giving them what they need? What are normal feelings to have during learning how to be submissive? Or someone should take the time to explain the difference between being submissive and being a servant, because that is two different things. There has been so much focus on Bible verses, but minimal discussion on the application of living out those Bible verses. Additionally, there is not enough conversation on the work of applying these verses to your life and your marriage specifically. I believe that because of the lack of these kinds of critical discussions in the church setting, I went into my marriage with a false reality of what work I needed to do to uphold such biblical principles. I remember when I would go to women for help and they would tell me scriptures that I needed to apply to my situation, which was the end of the conversation. I did not receive an explanation, an example, any transparency or nothing. (laughs) They didn't take the time to address that my issues and concerns were sometimes beyond biblical principles, but that I lacked relationship skills. I don't blame those women as I know they were only doing what more than likely was done to them. So this is why I am so adamant about teaching and showing women how to create thriving marriages and being transparent about the steps and work that is involved in this process. But let me get back to the relationship skills. See, I knew a lot of scriptures. I know a lot of scriptures, but I later realized I had to work on the application part better. But I later learned that learning relationship skills were just as important as knowing biblical principles. I never was taught how to communicate with my husband effectively. I wasn't taught the concept of perspective taking or proper conflict resolution resolution strategies. See, these are all examples of relationship skills. In my online course, God's Marriage or My Marriage, one of my modules focuses specifically on this topic. But for today, I will go over three relationship skills that all wives or wives-to-be need to be intentional in mastering. These three skills are not an exhaustive list of relationship skills, 
but it is a start in being intentional in this area. Number one, first relationship skill, number one, perspective taking. Perspective taking is perceiving a situation or understanding a concept from an alternative point of view. Basically, this means that a person can put themselves in someone else's shoes. Doing this is a critical skill to have or develop if you don't have it. For example, in marriage, two individuals come together as one, yet they both have their own perspectives. They have their own ways of thinking and their own ways of handling situations. While you may disagree with their perspective, you must be able to see where they are coming from. Again, if your husband has a hard time expressing himself before getting angry with him about it, take the time to figure out why this is a challenge for him. Was he ever taught how to express himself? Have people in his past belittled him or made him feel bad when he tried expressing himself? Have you made a safe space for him to feel comfortable expressing himself? Or does he shut down and not express himself as a defense mechanism that he's developed over the years? While he still needs to learn how to express himself, Understanding his why helps you better navigate these situations without them turning into significant arguments. Understanding his perspective allows you to see from another point of view and ultimately should modify your approach and response. Relationship skill number two, self-awareness. Self-awareness is one of the five competencies of social-emotional learning, which we call SEL for short in the school setting. Now, based on that, they define self-awareness as the ability to accurately recognize one's own emotions, thoughts, and values and how they influence behavior. This is the ability to accurately assess one's strengths and limitations with a well-grounded sense of confidence, optimism, and a growth mindset. When a person is self-aware, They can recognize their own emotions, identify their triggers, and empathize with others. As I have said many times before, marriage takes the work of two, but you can only control yourself. Before you point the finger at what your spouse is or isn't doing, spend more time looking in the mirror, becoming aware of your needed areas of improvement, and doing the work to address those issues. This skill is so important that schools are becoming more intentional in teaching this to youth by adapting social-emotional learning competencies within school activities. It's important and needed in your marriage and within life experiences. Mastering self-awareness is not a one-and-done thing. As you grow and go through life, you will notice that things change about you. Certain situations affect you differently. The way you react to things will change and how you view things will change. Each season of life will reveal a different part of you. So ultimately, you need to be intentional about self-awareness and be able to communicate these things about yourself to your spouse effectively. I tell clients, you have to teach people how to treat you, how to love you, and how to support you. Relationship skill number three is emotion regulation. One of the best definitions I like for emotion regulation can be found in Wikipedia. It states that emotion regulation is the ability to respond to the ongoing demands of experiences with the range of emotions in a socially tolerable and sufficiently flexible to permit spontaneous reactions and the ability to delay spontaneous reactions as needed. 
This definition says basically that when a person can regulate their emotions, they can control their emotions in various situations. It's the ability to exert control over one's own emotional state despite what's going on around them. This skill is definitely in my top five skills that I think people should master. Being able to control your emotions is empowering. It allows you the ability to make rational decisions instead of emotional decisions. It will enable you to effectively communicate when needed, knowing when you need to walk away from a situation or knowing when to respond quickly or knowing when to wait until a better time to respond. But here's the thing. You can't regulate your emotions unless you can display self-awareness. Ladies, this isn't a skill to push to the side. It's not okay to say when it comes to your emotions, this is just who I am. No, it would help if you worked on it. Learning to control your emotions comes with maturity. When you can display emotional stability, nothing or no one's actions should dictate how you feel for long periods of time. So as you see, ladies, there are various things that you can be working on in your relationship. So first, I encourage you to take the time to research practical relationship skills and generate a list. You can start with the three that I mentioned today, but if you've mastered those, go ahead and generate your list and be intentional about working on areas you know you need improvement. As I've said many times before, marriage takes the work of two, but you can only control yourself. Until next time, continue to pursue her being heroic, empowered, and resilient as a wife. Thanks for joining us this week on Pursue Her. If you are ready to learn more steps and tips and strategies on how to apply biblical principles and practical relationship skills to your marriage, then you need to go sign up for my new online course, God's Marriage or My Marriage. In this online course, we go into depth of information, transparency, and resources to help you develop the skills needed to create a thriving marriage. If you're interested, go to my website at www.kbconsultingforher.com where you can get more information. 